there is an indefinable, mysterious power that pervades everything. That power that can make a way out of nowhere. Today, the world, in the world, is so much suffering because of that one of prayer. Welcome everybody, thank you for tuning in to Revolution. My name is Zoe Allen here with my good friend, Vera. And we've been, we're here on the Prayer Revolution. And um, it's so good to be here. I'm so glad to see you, Vera. We've been doing this for two months, over two months now, saying a morning prayer every day. Um, and we say a prayer to recenter ourselves, reconnect ourselves, and then we discuss what it means to bring that mood of prayer into our daily lives so we can live a greater live with a greater sense of connection, guidance, um, et cetera, et cetera. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Grateful to be here. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's an honor. I want to, I want to see that more and more every single day. It's an honor to be able to know where I can go to reconnect and to recenter and to clear away any of the, the clutter that could come in the mind, any of the cloudiness that could come, and to reconnect to what's most important. Thank you guys for making it so obvious and so clear and so welcoming to be able to do that. Mm. Thank you. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's dive in. Those of us that are with us right now, tuning in, you tuning in later on the podcast, just take a moment to pause in your day, in your night, wherever you're at right now. Pause whatever you're doing, connect to your breath, and connect to receiving. Right now, you are, you're not giving. Right now, you're opening yourself up to receive. You can set your intention. What is it that you're seeking more than anything in your life? What is it that's most meaningful, that's most important to you? I'm creating that intention connecting to that intention right now, just like a seed. We're going to plant that seed in the fertile soil of our heart, our consciousness. Trusting, knowing that it will come to be, knowing that. Gratitude is a divine virtue that's so important that other divine virtues couldn't exist without it. Spirituality grows like seeds within our heart. The goodness of our lifestyle protects that seed. Our spiritual practice of chanting God's names, reading scriptures, doing seva for God and, and, and others and watering those seeds, that's so important. It's a, it's a value that we bring into our life right now. And we're calling out to you, my dear Lord, today, please help us to be grateful recognizing that gratitude is what makes the soil of our heart fertile. All those other virtues that are there, the seeds of our spiritual being, the nature of our soul is there dormant within us. And living a life of gratitude, no matter what's taking place, being able to extend that gratitude, being able to trust, begins to make that soil in our heart fertile so that we can express more and more those seeds of incredible virtues, divine virtues that are there dormant, of gratitude, of compassion, of kindness, of love, of service to others, of confidence in our spiritual nature and our connection with our higher power. All those divine virtues, all those intentions that you sat today, 
They're all like seeds that are in our heart. And gratitude makes the soil fertile. And so let's, today, let's call out that whatever it is in our life right now that we're feeling ungrateful for, whatever it is that, that we feel like it's rubbing us the wrong way, maybe we're feeling some envy towards somebody, or maybe we're feeling blocked in our own creativity, or we're feeling stuck, and we're looking for connection, and we're not feeling that connection. Help us to, right now, for what we have in our life, help us to see it through those eyes of gratitude. Help us to see the, through those simple eyes that somehow or other we have food to eat, we have shelter, and we have this opportunity right now to connect. That just those three basic needs of our life, that all of us, we have those right now. Let us be grateful for those basic needs in our life and let that start to make our heart fertile so that all those other beautiful things that we seek, all those other qualities that we seek that are the nature of our soul, of our pure consciousness, they may begin to awaken a little bit more. Let us feel a rapture of gratitude right now. As we're calling out to you, you can in a moment, my Lord, you can, you can give us a vision. You can clear away that veil of, of illusion that stops us from experiencing gratitude, that stops us from experiencing connection with you and the divine nature of our soul, the limitless nature of our consciousness. Help to peel away that layer of illusion that stops us from experiencing that and help us to bring rapturous gratitude into our life. Grateful for this moment right now. Grateful for the basic necessities of life that we've been given. So many people in the world don't have. There are so many people that don't have. Let us be grateful for what we have. And let us live our life in service of giving back to others so that they may experience the love of God, the love of another person through acts of service and kindness. We call out your names every single day to water those seeds, those seeds of pure spiritual intention, the seeds that are in our hearts right now to be able to nourish them so that they may blossom fully in our life. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thank you, Vera. Mm. Thank you, DJ. Oh, it's so sweet. Yeah, I I, uh, I took that from my godfather Arjuna. He sent me a a quote from Radhanath Swami. So I kind of started it off with that quote, and um, and then just mm. kept it kept it going from there. And uh, and I'll just read the quote out. It's a lot. I shared a bit of it, but just read it out as he shares it. Gratitude as a divine virtue is a divine virtue that's so important that other divine virtues could not exist without it. Spirituality grows like seeds within our heart. The goodness of our lifestyle protects that seed. Our spiritual practice of chanting God's names, reading scriptures, doing service for God and others waters that seed. But gratitude is what makes the ground fertile so that all these other virtues will actually have its maximum effect. A fertile, a fertile soil allows the seed 
to have deep roots and grow very strong. And for that, a grateful heart is essential. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Is your mom on this call? Is my mom? Let's see. Oh my God. She is. Yeah, yeah that's my mom. Oh my God. <laughs> she is. I know. I recognize her. She looks just like her grandson. Her grandson <laughs> just looks just like her. Her grandson looks more like her than you here. Okay. Oh hey, Mama. hey, Mama Bear. Thanks for joining us. We got to bring her. We got to be. A, we got to bring. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna make her our special guest very right. soon. We can't. Right. If if we bring her onto a guest right now, we don't. She doesn't get on the Instagram live. All you Instagram livers, you're missing Bear's mom right now. So, anyways, we're so glad you're here, Mama. Thanks for being here. Thanks for bringing this beautiful ball of light into the world. You've done a you've done a great service just mm. by being just by being who you are. Mm. And uh, he he's told us a few of few of your childhood his childhood stories. We look forward to hearing more of them on the on next time. All you guys who feel that we should have Vera's mom as an official special guest, please please raise your hand or give a woo woo in the comment book. Comment book. Oh yeah, there it is. Yep, it's hundred percent. <laughs> okay, Vera, let's do it. Yeah. Anyways, I just I was just scrolling through who's here, and I just oh my god, there she is, sweet lady. Yeah, thank you for joining, Mama. Thank you. You didn't even know she was here. I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't tell you pointed it out. Okay, don't get bashful on us. No, no, she's. I feel uh, feel grateful. Feel deeply grateful. Yeah, grateful. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're just telling us about. That's that's what gratitude. I'm feeling. That's what I'm feeling. Gratitude. Yeah. Find mm -hmm. she she's bringing out the gratitude in you. You got to find the people that bring out the gratitude in you, right? Isn't it? Some people they kind of they they bring out the complainer in you. I know people bring out the complainer in me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And there's people that bring out the gratitude in me. And yeah. usually the people that bring out the complainer in me, they new, normally seem like more fun. You know what I mean? yeah, okay. People that bring out the gratitude in me, it's like, ah, you know what I mean? But we got to find those people that bring out the gratitude in us. Absolutely. Well, I, I'll give a shout out. My, my dear mother, my dear mother, her name is Kunti. For those of you guys that don't know, my mom definitely brings the gratitude out of my heart for sure. Mm -hmm just the way that she's lived and, and shared a little bit about her and she's on right now. So hopefully don't embarrass her too much, but the way that she has served in my life is, has, has given me the bearing has helped me to understand the direction that I want to go in my life. The way that she's served the community in Dallas from people that she's never met in her life. You know, she, she ran, ran a, a project called food for life for many years in Dallas and, Meals on Wheels, and I remember as a kid going into the into the ghettos in, in Dallas, and just walking up to you know strangers' homes, people we'd never met before in our life that couldn't leave their homes in some way they were they were compromised, and she she would walk up with a hot meal, you know, wrapped up in foil or wrapped up in whatever we're bringing it in, and uh, sit down. She'd sit down with them and ask them how they're doing, and just with so much compassion, really, really a, a saintly and and uh, inspiring devotee of, of God. And so she, uh, she wears her heart on her sleeve. She gives herself completely and fully to every moment of life. And I aspire, she's my, she's my first guru. So I aspire to be more like her. You're on, you're on mute, mama. If you wanted to, if you want to say something, you gotta, I'm unmuting you right now. 
Here she comes. Oh, no, I won't. I can't unmute you for some reason. I can't either. She's unmutable. Yeah. You're so unmutable, Mama. Sorry, we're not going to get to hear your voice this time. She, oh, there you go. she did it. She did it. I did it. <laughs> I have to say that I was so determined when I joined ISCON in 1978 to never marry, never have kids because I had been through a really hellish upbringing, um, you know, difficult. And um, so everybody has their story. Um, the boomers are full of those stories, all the baby boomers. Um, but the, the long story short is without Sri Lagurdiv, who quietly and patiently and lovingly encouraged me to open my heart to the idea of getting married and having children. It was, I have to credit Sherwood Gurdjieff 100% because I was really not going to be a mom, not at all. And uh, not marry, nothing. I just wanted to be renounced and travel and uh, preach Krishna consciousness. And that was it. And uh, so I give Shirley Greening all credit, and um, he opened my heart. He opened my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. And with him uh, by my side, because, you know, after a while, but Vera Bonda Realm's dad, he took off. And it was just us, you know, for six almost seven years it was just us me bud and uh his big brother she rupa and uh and then sugar dave was there again and retetva jamaraj eventually came on the scene uh gunagari maharaj i have so many to shout out to arjuna prabhu um the list goes on and on we have a lot of father figures that really um saw what I was dealing with <laughs> and uh, they you know they came they came out mm. and uh, so all glories to Guru Krishna <laughs> but thank you for taking uh, gold out of a filthy place <laughs> like I always tell Beth the lotus rises out of the mud and I'm, I'm that fertile mud for sure I I was definitely ready to know that there was more to life, and it, like I said, it, it's, it's the group's mercy completely, mm -hmm. and uh, but thank you. <laughs> For those of you guys that don't know who uh, Guru Dave is, my mom was just sharing about her, her spiritual teacher was really like a father figure to her, and, and like a godfather to our family, and, and uh, just a, a little, a little glimpse of, of yeah, sharing a little, little bit yeah. guru's grace and gratitude gratitude for guru and thank you so much mama for sharing i, I have a quick question who is the cuter baby Vera or rupa um they were both adorable yes well, one was one had to be cuter Dora, you're uh, evil no no uh, uh, Shirippa, I would say, was extremely 
precious. Uh, Ron was just precious because he was kind of rascally. I was uh, I was I was hit I was hitchhiking uh, out to California to go see Doyle. You <laughs> oh, when I got you back, I looked at you. I said, "You can't do that," and you were just <laughs> smiling, and you know, and I knew right at that moment this kid's going places. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, oh, the bank parking lot, right, bud? Remember the bank parking lot with you and. Um, What's his name? Uh, Vicky's youngest son. Uh, yeah, son. Yeah. So there was this neighborhood kid 
named Seth, and he was one of the one of seven children. And mom was by herself. And uh, how old were you? Gosh, not even, no, just a little bit over five. And um, they had slipped out the back door. I was cooking, and they had slipped out the back door. He and Seth, and they had just walked over to the bank parking lot, which was one and a half blocks away. And this was at nine o'clock at night, and it was pitch dark. Shilagurdi came home from a program, and he saw these boys slapping these water pedals and laughing. And there were only five. But then he looked, and he saw that there was one that had a long sika, really long sika about, you know, because that sika was like, 12 inches. It was really long. And, um, oh man, Gertie got so upset. And, uh, the next day, um, yeah, the, the, the brahmachari who was with Gertie brought him to my house and he said, sure, Gertie wants to see you right after Mangalarti. So, yeah, he was, he really chastised me. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, so he, um, he ended up going to a family for a little while. Uh, I was a little overwhelmed. I was trying to uh, be the breadwinner and take care of the kids. And Shilberti uh, decided that he should go to Lakshmi Priya's family for a little while. Mm. And he, how long did that go on? But was that about three years, three months, four months? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. She seems to think it was a year, right? Well, in my mind, it was 12 years, but it was because it was very painful. And then uh, finally he came back because uh, we just felt like it was better fit. Mm. So, uh, yeah, Gurudev was very protective of Virabhadrana. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so I, I was not the best mom, that's for sure. You're, you're, you're a great mom. You can... You can tell, you can always tell a, a, a tree by its fruits oh, and the way that, the way that Veer speaks of you so affectionately, I, I can see it. it's just oh, your, your humility, your humility is coming through. And, and um, oh, I think your, your son is such a beaming ray of light and sunshine in so many people's lives that you yes. have, you have brought an amazing, amazing gift in the world. And I see Shirupa also. Your, 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 your older son and, and the two of them and, and just yeah. such beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I mean, I'm, I'm a recent pup dad. I'm trying to raise a puppy and it's not easy. I can't imagine, wow. I, I can't imagine wow. raising human boys. I have a, I have a, I have a puppy boy and um, it's not easy bringing a, bringing a, a, a healthy young man into the world. And so I give you tons and tons of credit and I'm super, super grateful. Vera said a prayer about gratitude this morning and just want to, express gratitude to you and thank you so much and thank you i'm thank sorry you for oh of course sorry for derailing our podcast here i just saw your mom on the screen i just got excited grateful grateful all right Vera, what's on your heart and mind <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just uh yeah as my mom is sharing you know I, I what comes to my mind is that you uh that every person is, is raised by their parents and that it actually takes so much more than that, you know? And, and mm. I, re I remember at a young age, um, feeling embraced by, by more than just my mom. I, I always mm. felt my mother's love and affection. And, 
but I felt, you know, she was talking about Srila Gurudev, who's a, a great teacher and, and spiritual master who, who um, is no longer living on this planet, but was, was my mom's main spiritual teacher and was kind of like a, a community, a community, um, yeah, a leader that really looked after everybody that was practicing yoga and, um, and, and participating and, and growing and developing spiritual life and serving the community he was the, the main leader in that community. And he, um, he was so attentive and so thoughtful of every single person, every family and every child. And from a young age, you know, Arjun's put it up there, it takes a village. And I, I, I feel like I was raised in a village in, in East Dallas, we had a little village there and uh, I had an incredible, um, my mother's incredible. She remarried. My stepfather's an amazing father figure. My elder brother, always so, so caring and supportive. And the whole community. I mean, we were, we were in the ghetto in East Dallas. And if it wasn't for that community and it wasn't for the support and it wasn't for everyone looking out for each other, caring for each other, then uh, there's no way that I'd be where I am today. Or there's no way I, 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 I wouldn't have made it out of that you know, out of that consciousness necessarily. I wouldn't have made it out of meaning like, you know, like the, the ghetto hood kind of space and kind of consciousness. And so I'm, uh, my mom's reminding me of that, you know, that all the different times we were supported and, and taken care of um, by the community. And we all, we all need that, you know. We live such isolated lives. Um, in modern Western society, Western culture is mm. so isolated, it's so nuclear. And oftentimes it's so individual. You know, one person by themselves, two people by themselves, and, uh, and and not really having that that greater network that that is actually living life with them and caring for them and, and knowing what's going on and, and available to be there, and so I, I think that's something that's really missing. You know, it's, it's missing in the world, and mm. this is a humble attempt that we're we're coming online to create create that, and uh, and and also that you know. Yeah, how to really create that in the way that we live, that, that every single day is, um, it's not just connected to our needs, but it's connected to uh, the needs of greater society, greater community, and that it's, inter, it's interwoven, you know, that the way that we, um, the way we act day in and day out is, is serving so many more people than just ourselves, even if it's just a few more people, but that that's, that's what we're dedicated to, and, and it's tough, you know, to live in community to right now we're, we're living with Jai and Shama, my brother and, and, uh, and sister-in-law and their mom. And it's beautiful, you know, it's beautiful, but it really takes a lot of intention. It takes a lot, you know, it takes clear communication and a lot of intention, but what's, what's then made possible is, you know, in such a practical way, like I cook once a week for lunch and, you know, everyone else cooks once a week and we're serving each other meals and we're caring for each other and caring for each other's children. It's just, it's a, such a, a, a rich way of living. And so I feel super grateful for growing up in that environment, growing up in a village and, and really encourage, you know, encourage all of us and, and pray that we can all have that experience of, of day-to-day connection, you know, being able to, whether we're coming online, you know, it's amazing. And then also, yeah, how are we, how are we moving toward that, holding space for that vision, even if it's just starting to lay the foundation for it, even if it's just in our consciousness that we're seeing it and knowing it's possible to be able to actually um, 
yeah, to live our life a little more interwoven and and supportive of feel, feel the support and also give the support. So yeah. just reminded of that and uh, so grateful for for my upbringing in that way. Yeah. Oh, we got to Hold on. You're, yeah. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> I remember I, I live in a neighborhood in Brooklyn that's um, Dennis Park, Kensington. There's a lot of there's a lot of old three story Victorian houses in the uh, in the in the neighborhood, and uh, um, all these beautiful. They're all unique. Every single one's unique. And there's all these beautiful. They all have these big beautiful porches, big beautiful porches. Mm. You know. And it just kind of reminds me how, um, you know, at a certain point in culture, we traded our front porches for backyard decks, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. We used to sit on the porch and just be like, you know, even before my time, you know, and it was a way of like, I'm going out to be in society, in my neighborhood, to like, no, I'm taking it to the, I'm taking it, it's like, where do you spend my time in my living room? In my backyard, you know, in New York City, you don't have any backyards, it's your, what, your fire escape. And so, but you know, it's, it's, it, we, we overlook that, but it's, it's a cultural shift, you know, of like I belong to a community outside my home. So thank you for reminding us of that, Vera. I believe things beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. We love you guys. We love, we love you, Mama Kunti. We love you, Vera. We love all our listeners. Thank you all so, so, so much for joining in. If you'd like to participate in our live Zoom group here, if you ever get any cameo appearances from any other mothers out there, please write to us at prayerrevolution at buckthecenter.org or go to buckthecenter.org slash online to check out our offerings. And uh, we're here every day, so we'll see you next time, right? I'm grateful to be with you guys. And just in your day today, I was just thinking, you know, if you go outside of your home today, you're going to a, any place that you go to regularly, get to know their names. You know, call them, call them by their names, make that a practice, call them by their names, thank them saying their name. And just that one thing, remember those people's names and, and thank them and express gratitude to them each time you see them in the grocery store, in the coffee shops, you know, people that take your trash out, whatever it is, you know, whoever those individuals are. And just to create that little, that, that one more layer of connection and community. And uh, it can go so much, you know, unlimitedly from there. So. Grateful to be with you guys. Thanks so much. Love, Love you, you guys. Mama. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you guys for tuning in. Take care, everybody. Be well. We'll see you next time. Hari.